no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. The Point After Show presents the Fantasy Football Advantage. Alright now, baby, alright. 60 minutes falls out. Let's open up the whole can of kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is the Point After Show Fantasy Football Advantage back for what is uh, the end of week three, beginning of week four, right? What did you say that, Ed? I'm in the ho- I'm uh, I'm the host, Paul Lipko, one of the hosts, I should say, Paul Lipko, the FF Advantage. I'm here with Eddie, Big Dog, Big Daddy Scarupa. Big Daddy. Big Daddy Scarupa. He is a big daddy. He's been packing on the LBs lately. Yeah, I'm trying to beef up for winter. <laughs> we also have. <laughs> we also have Tommy. I love the action, Lipko. That's not true. <clears throat> and uh, we are joined this week in the in the in the studio by our boy, the fourth of the Musketeers, right? At producer Cavi. What's up, buddy? The gang's all here. The gang is all here. That's how the much boys we love. are back in town. That's how that's how important this episode is. This episode is super important because. Tonight we're going to try and change things up from what our normal fantasy football podcast used to be. You know, we, we kind of thought we, we've listened to a lot of podcasts out there. We've listened to a lot of fantasy football podcasts out there. We want to be different. So tonight we're going to do a little bit something different for you guys. We're not doing this, the norm. So uh, that's it. I Take mean, it away. we got lots to do tonight. We do have a lot of talk. So we're going to have, uh, we're just going to have straight discussions tonight. We're going to go, we're going to go straight off you the cuff. You don't have to explain to everybody what we're doing here. Let's just do it. All right. Let's just do it. So. Your, well, let's just start this. Let's start this. Before we get into the, the, the big show, the meat and potatoes, let's talk about our uh, our fan league. A couple minutes. Ooh. How we got? Ed, did you win get, this week? Yeah, I'm getting my first win. I was 0-2 coming into week three. Uh, I'm gonna Ed, be, you're getting your first win in a lot of leagues this week. I am. I'm gonna this be, is a good I'm week gonna be for you. the beach. Why are we kicking him down? I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for him. Oh, I'm not 0-3 Listen, any. Are you guys? Yeah, no. no and I'm not. not I'm not 3, no. Yeah, yeah I will go 0-3. I had David Johnson go down. Um, in what league? Oh, ours. Yeah, 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 the, the fan league. Yeah. Tommy no, is. No, not the fan league. The fan league, I'm knocking <clears throat> your dick in this week. You are. It's a good yeah. point. But I'm 2-1. and one. What's your record? I'm going to be 2-1 and one as well. All right. Well, I still so, have good points. call. Uh, actually, <laughs> this week I'm going to knock you in with uh, 126 to 85 right now. So, hey, Carson Palmer's still slinging for me, too. FYI. Good call. Knocking D in. Hey, man, it's, it's a bad week for fantasy football owners. Good fantasy football owners this week. Lost. That's, That's what I'll true. say. Mm. Paul good, lost all of his league. Good fantasy football owners this week lost. I'm also going to get my first win this week in the fan league. All right. So so you prove my point more against Matt. But it, but Maudville but how many Magic. how many of the leagues where you feel like Cav? How many of the leagues where you feel like you had solid drafts? You felt really good about that drafts, right? And you still feel good about the season you're in the lo- the league you're in. How many of those did you lose this week? I got so screwed in our Lipko's Legend League this night. Let me guess, oh. Oakland Raiders? Oh, Derek Carr, yeah. motherfucker. And, and and it's like, it even happened, like, I was playing against Michael Crabtree, and he goes out injured, doesn't come back in, and I still, literally, Greeble had to score 40 points to beat me. Huh. And I had to score negative, and I scored one point, and he, and, uh, so he had Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins put up the, enough points for him to beat me. So what's your what's your record in that league? Zero and three. Okay. Oh, so wow. that brings us into a perfect first question, first topic segment. Let's talk about this, guys. Fantasy owners, fantasy owners like Cavi right now, starting zero and three. 
Is it time to panic? Eddie. It's going to go to Eddie all night? I am. Yeah. I I think, um, yeah, there's cause for concern. I think uh, you have to basically break down your team, establish what your weakness is, and maybe sacrifice, uh, you know, a high-end guy to kind of balance out the weaker spots in your your lineup to maybe actually – win a few games coming up. Uh, it's tough. I mean, there's no bye weeks yet, so once the bye weeks come along, starting... Uh, you actually had the Dolphins and the Buccaneers on a bye week, week one. Yeah, that's... They start week five, though. They do start week five. Theoretically, though, 0-3, in most leagues, I would say. I, I would like to know what most the percentage 12, is. Yeah, most... I, I, it's got to be low. We, we yeah. definitely have to look that number of what's percentage. But I, it all depends on how long your league, what type of league you're in, how many players, that's the... Mm-hmm. I would say in a standard 12-man league right now, 0-3, you probably can give up about three more losses in the rest of the season. So in the next 10 games, you could lose three more times before you probably don't have a chance to make playoffs. Th- thanks for the optimistic outlook. So, but that's not bad. That's I mean, that no. gives you a... That yeah, so gives you're a, saying there's a chance. That gives, you, that gives you a 30% chance to... Uh, 30% is better than nothing. Yeah. So 0-3, time to panic for Ed. Tom? Um, yeah, you know what? It's not really time to panic. I think most of the people that are 0-3 right now probably have, like, a David Johnson on the team or a Le'Veon Bell who hasn't been really performing well. Well, David Johnson's not going to perform well regardless. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm saying you're, oh. you, you have one of those guys. So you're saying the first two guys of the draft, one and two, because that's... Yeah, yeah you're, okay. you're probably 0-3 with those guys. Or you could just be like Cavi and just be a shit-ass drafter that blacks out midway <laughs> through and starts taking... And you can't even blame Gronk this year, bro. I didn't do that this year. I was stone sober this year. Can't even blame Gronk this year. I was stone sober this year. So, if you're 0-3, like Paul said earlier, you could go 7-6 and and make playoffs. You know, all depending. Most I'm going on the assumption it's a 12-man league, top six make playoffs. 7-6, and you're going to scoot in, make playoffs, and... Uh, I think you'll be doing all right. I guess to, just to comment on what you said before about the week one bye that uh, Dolphins and Tampa Bay had, I think if you if you have like a Michael Tom or a Mike Evans on your team and you lost, week which one, I do a but, lot, yeah, but no, but if you if you lost week one, but then one week two and then now three, I think two and one losing that first week with Michael or Michael Mike Evans out, I think you're looking. Looking solid. What if you're one and two? Because you lost I think you're week still three, okay. but you won week two. Yeah. But you did lose week one because Mike Evans. So you're basically possibly sacrificing a week, what is it, 10 that yeah. the bye week would have been? Um, a, a loss in week 10 for a loss in week one. But we talked point. about this too. Is, is Maybe. Yeah, you're talking that loss in week one and fantasy stuff, but look at teams. They, they need a break. They're taking a beating out there. So if you're not giving them a bye anywhere, what are they, like week 5 through 12 or something like that, um, these guys are going to be dinged up. They're going to miss some games due to like sprained ankle or twisted wrist, anything like that, I'm sure, at some point during the season. Would you rather it be the beginning of the season or towards the week 12, 13 when you need them to make playoffs? Here's my here's my dilemma or here's my problem with the whole week one. Week one kind of set my team into a tailspin because of having guys like Mike Evans, Jay Ajayi, things like that. It kind of sets you into a little bit of a tailspin because when you draft your your team, whether you're like you know all in on the whole bye week propaganda or you're just you you still monitor you still know where you fix guys. 
nobody accounts for a team having a bye week on week one, you know? So a lot of times guys will go out there and they say, hey, listen, I know I have Mike Evans, so I'm willing to take the risk on on a Doug Martin because I know he's suspended for week one, so I can maybe take him. So, you know, you kind of like you're saying, okay, I have week one covered because nobody gets a bye week on week one. When that happens, I think it kind of throws you a little bit into a tailspin. Um, so, but I will say this thing about week week this week. We, this week was all in all, man. There was a strange week. You had the Jets winning. You had Chicago winning. There's some other t- the Rams. I mean, what? There was so what does many. Have to do with us going uh, talking about people because going free. Because here's the thing: there were so many bad teams that won. Typically, on fantasy teams, you don't have players from bad teams. A lot of. Right? You don't have a lot of players from bad teams. When these bad teams win, it's it's an anomaly, and I don't see this being the norm. But um, there, here's here's I'll prove an example of this. So we talk about streaming quarterbacks all the time on this, right? Unless you get the elite, unless you get the super, super elite quarterbacks, like uh, Drew Brees or Tom Brady or uh, Aaron Rodgers. We always talk about streaming quarterbacks. Here's a perfect example. Week three was a streaming week type of quarterback, uh, quarter, uh, type of week. Seven out of the top twelve scoring fantasy scoring quarterbacks this week were owned in less than five percent of leagues. Well, yeah, I, I don't think you come out and say this was a week of the streaming quarterback, right? Because you stream quarterbacks based on matchup. Mm-hmm. The, a, a lot of the big name quarterbacks really didn't have crazy tough matchups. You could say Houston by I'm name. I'm not saying the big and by big names. I just named the big three, right? Who? I said Brady, Rodgers, and and Breeze. Other than that, there's no other. There's nobody else. With with Andrew Luck being out, there's nobody else. Other than them, they're the big three. They're the ones you start yeah, every sure, week, no matter what. They all did great. Everybody else after them, in my opinion, are streaming quarterbacks. Yeah. If I who's who is who who would you say is the fourth best quarterback? I don't know. Matt Ryan, maybe. Right. Uh, Matt Ryan would just start him every single week, no matter what the matchup is. Most likely, yeah. How about um, Russell Wilson? Start him every single week, no matter what the matchup is. I'm just saying, these are like the quarterbacks that are down the pipe, right? I'm just rattling off the quarterbacks. So I'm just saying, okay, uh, maybe I'll borderline. Some people can go Matty Ice or not. So we'll borderline five. I wouldn't start him every week. I would not. I, he's matchup. That's based. easy to say. Ben That's easy to say when he's coming off of. I, it's easy to say because I ha- I own in one of the leagues I own Derek Carr. You know what else I own? A backup quarterback, which I don't normally ever have a backup sure. quarterback. But, but you draft if backup I have, quarterbacks. I have Aaron Rodgers in our league. I don't have a match. I don't have a backup. You, you, you draft backup quarterbacks to one back them up in case they get injured, or two no. as trade bait. No. Yes. No. I don't draft for trade bait, and I don't draft for backing up a quarterback okay. because of injury. I, so I you draft, wouldn't draft a good quarterback I, late if he had a lot of value. Who? Name. I don't know. Uh, prior. Eli to, Manning. Pri- no, that, I, What's I said, a good quarterback late? Okay, so say. Andrew Luck, we didn't know his his injury situation. It was going to extend this uh, deep into the season. So say you're looking there at maybe like the 10th or 11th or 12th round, and he's still on the board. You're not going to take Andrew Luck? Yeah, but that's that, that's not. The I point. got Andrew Luck tenth round. I understand that, but Andrew Luck is a top tier quarterback. He is one of the top Again, four. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, so what, I don't understand what you're saying. I'm saying like you you just got done saying how you would never draft a backup quarterback for trade bait or anything like that. Okay, so I you, said you're with, drafting I a quarterback that you value. know you drafting a quarterback with the assumption he's going to be out the first few weeks. That is elite at value. Yes, of course you're going to have a backup you, you, for him. You weren't. A, I didn't. I drafted Dak Prescott. That's a backup, right? Okay, a- Eddie. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I know you had something going on over there in your brain. 
saw you. Oh, I did, but then it, you lost it. Yeah. So what do you think about the streaming away. quarterback? Are you um, are you a streaming type of guy? Or if you don't own the top, no. I mean, I three do or look four. at matchups, um, and it actually worked out for me. One week, I started Carson Palmer. He's my backup in at least two two leagues, but I started him over. Um, I think Cam Newton in our league actually. Killing Cam. And uh, Carson Palmer did outscore Cam Newton, but it wasn't enough to win. But still, it was a good strategy on my end. But, you know, not to jump the gun yet, but he's one of the the guys that we're going to talk about um, if you're going to panic on him. Um, But there are a couple other quarterbacks that you might have drafted mid rounds thinking that they are not the elite, but, you know, first tier. That just haven't been performing. So are you are you streaming or not? Hey, let me no, ask I'm you a question. <laughs> I'm just I'm noticing this right now. Are you taking like hormone pills? <laughs> no, why? You got a sweet mustache. No, yeah. I totally noticed. And it, it never had facial hair before. Oh, that is, that's, that's like a pronounced mustache. Oh my too. God. I must have forgot to shave this morning. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You, and no. I'm not I'm not knocking the mustache. No. I'm just saying I, you haven't had facial hair ever. I shave every day. Yeah, I, actually, I thought so you're, you're on eating, the hormone pills. <laughs> I'm being honest when I say this. I really thought you were eating like Oreo cookies. <laughs> <laughs> thought they were just stuck on your face. Uh, maybe a part like, Mexican dog. Like when, like, like when my, like when my kid, when my son has like he just eats cookies. He has like a sweet goatee. I'm like, oh, I wish I can have that. That's what Ed looks like right now. Like, he's got like, that's like that's the Matlock I mustache. Never, I didn't notice it I either. Know, it's phenomenal. Like yeah. it. Are like, you growing it up? Give it five on that. Are growing it up? Yeah, for Movember. Just a stash. So it sounds like the consensus is we're gonna go streaming quarterback. That'd be cool though. Be awesome. Do uh, it. Have you ever done it? No. So Eddie, yeah. um, let's talk about some stars of the week from week three. Um, Chris Thomas, man, how good Thompson. is this guy? Uh, Thompson, sorry. Yeah. Actually, I'm not gonna go ahead. I'm go to Tommy. Tommy. Let's no. do it. Chris Thompson. Yeah, he had a great week. Is he? I, is he? Is he? Is he a must start running back too now? It depends. Is Fat Rob gonna play this week? Does it matter? Yep. Absolutely. Two different roles in the An game. An RB2. Two it different roles. It doesn't matter. Sure it is. It doesn't matter. He was... Uh, so here's the thing. Here, two weeks ago, two weeks, two weeks ago Fat Rob started in the game and played. Three weeks ago, Fat Rob started, played in the game. Look up Chris Thompson's numbers. Yeah, sure. He and plays. here's why it's not going to matter going forward, right? So um, defensive coordinators plan based on the footage they have of the team and the players in the prior year or prior games up until they play. So right now, defensive coordinators are saying, okay, Chris Thompson... So when Rob Kelly comes back, as a defense coordinator, you think Rob Kelly's going to run the ball, Thompson's in the backfield, it's going to be kind of one of those little pass plays. So they'll just put a spy on him or always have a defender on him, whichever it is, defensive back, linebacker, anything like that. So it's going to kind of hamstring him there because you're going to know Fat Rob's in the game, run. Thompson in the game, maybe a run, most likely going to be a pass. So defense is going to clamp down on him. I don't think he's an RB2. He might be an RB3 flex. flex play, but definitely not an RB2 in my eyes. That's just my opinion, especially if Fat Rob's back. Maybe if Rob's not back, Thompson's a play, but I think Rob's going to be back this week. They were kind of saying he was going to play this week. I'll so, say this one real quick. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it over to you one Ed second. One second. I will say this. I agree with you. I think defensive coordinators try to adjust. I think offensive coordinators try to readjust, knowing that a defensive coordinator is going to catch on to something. I think Tyreek Hill is an example of a guy that they've they've made him into a player now. I think Chris Thompson. I think Chris Thompson is a must-play RB2 every single week, Eddie. I agree. And uh, one of my dilemmas. RB2. Yep. One of my dilemmas is. In a PPR um, league. 
this is a non PPR league, and there's no flex. I differ with that then. So and but like my my uh, I guess my mental quorum here is, do I start Lamar Miller who hasn't done yes. shit for me, or Chris Thompson? Do you start Lamar Miller in a yeah. standard a standard non PPR league? league? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I start Lamar Miller. So Lamar Miller hasn't got me over nine points all year in a standard league. But Chris Thompson scores over 15 each of the three weeks. Well, then I guess you got to go with the trends then. I, was, I, I mean, don't know your scoring. I'm just thinking yeah, yeah. in a PPR league, Chris Thompson obviously has far yeah, more yeah. value. But I, if I, you're, I you know. see your scoring, I don't see your scoring. Maybe maybe you get points for big plays, and that's where Chris Thompson is always Yeah, uh, you get points for like over 40. That's what I'm saying. And, and, and that, you yeah. got to remember, he's good for those big plays. That's not that's not the wheelhouse for mm-hmm. Miller. Miller's he's going to grind you out mm-hmm. 9 or 10 points in a standard league. Yeah. Um. Tom, T. I'm listening. All your, ears. Your boy. Is he back? Jordan Howard. Yeah, absolutely. He wasn't. He wasn't. You were a little bit low on this guy. I was last not week. low. A on little this bit guy. low. Listen, Come replay on. Replay it. Guys replay in a sling. It. You weren't I worried about him. injury. Injury, maybe. We're, weren't worried about his performance at all. No, not at all. Yeah, obviously, I, you didn't trade him, and I give you credit. No, I, I have him in a lot of leagues. Drafting. Cabby would have taken him. He wasn't given opportunities. I just offered him a trade for him. <laughs> And Jordan Howard, I'm telling you, he's he's going to be a, that top seven running back that people drafted him as this year in the league. Um, Cohen owners can go out and struggle with that decision every week. If I were you, I'd go out and I'd trade him right now and get whatever you can for Cohen? Him. Yeah. I disagree. Get what you can for the guy because he's going to be situal, situational kind of guy. Uh, if it's calling for a pass, they'll bring him in. If not, maybe they'll bring him for a change of pace. But Jordan Howard came out this week, had, what, over 150 total yards from scrimmage, two touchdowns. I know he had a fumble there, but he just showed exactly with the touches what Jordan Howard can do. He played five quarters, in fairness. He, and he did most of that he damage. Played, he made most of that damage that you just rattled off. He had a touchdown there. Okay, Cohen, he didn't have a Cohen. touchdown in the first four quarters. Though, yes, right? he did. No, he, he had didn't. two touchdowns. Did he? Yeah, look it up, FF Advantage. All right, I so, will. Yeah, bang. Mm. Oh, that's that's a damage. Yeah. Um, So look at it, right? Cohen actually did most of its damage in overtime. So if you're a Cohen owner. Cohen had a monster run. Almost almost broke it to the house. He did break it to the house. If he was a veteran running back and knew what he was doing, he would have stepped out of bounds. So now that you're done listening to Tommy the Homer, uh, who owns Jordan Howard, Eddie, what do you think about him? Um, I think he's a solid RB two going forward. RB two, he's an RB one. Okay. I don't think about an RB one. I don't. So think you're you're saying he's equivalent to Thompson. So someone said I fantasy, send you a trade. Fantasy? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. I send you a trade a, right a, now. It depends on the PPR or standard league, I guess. PP, PPR, I definitely PPR. consider them equal. Yeah, you would. Sure. So if you had Jordan Howard and someone sent you Thompson right now, you wouldn't say they're high as shit. It, you I would know. I would take it in a second and say you're high. I would in a full PPR league. I would take Thompson right now. Half Jordan PPR. Howard. Half point. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I that's, maybe that's an easy what, way out. Here, here. But I'm saying what full point PPR. What, are men. what about Pierre Garcon and Jordan Howard for Jordy Nelson, Matt Forte, Legarrette Blunt? No, it's a terrible trade. A third round. And a fourth round <laughs> for a second round and a fifth round. That's Holy awful. Christ. That's like a Tommy Phantom. Like, don't look at this over here. Just look at these. You don't, <laughs> think, that, you don't think that Jordy Nelson, uh, Jordy Nelson is worse let's the talk same about, as let's Jordan talk about, Howard? Let's talk about no. this offline. No. This is terrible. You don't think that that's I don't, a good I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, I agree happen. with you. What do you think? 
if you had a Jordan trip. Howard and uh, uh, Pierre Garçon, would you take Jordy Nelson, Matt Forte, and Laguerre Blunt? That's actually not a bad trade. Jordy Nelson's pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. But no, Pierre I would never Garçon's take that. Plus, you're, you're getting a third and a fourth round pick. I've never. No, For Pierre Garçon. Pierre Garçon is solid. Yeah. Pierre Garçon and and Howard. So maybe if it was a fifth and a sixth, I would think about. it. All right, let's not talk about. We're just right, talking right, offline. Right, let's right, talk about right, it. Right. <laughs> we got lots okay. to cover. Just hit the accept right. button. Yeah, just hit. Wait, the wait. Let's do one more trade proposal. Uh, what about um, Alan Hearns and Jimmy Graham for Rob Gronkowski, Cup, Dorsett, and a third round? I'll take it. Because I have both the guys that you sent Except it. I sent it to you. Yes! <laughs> I don't even know what it is, but it might happen. No, you just said it. Yeah. Uh, Verbally yeah. binding. Get Pete. Verbal, verbal, lawyer Pete here. Lawyer, verbal verbal lawyer, agreements lawyer are binding. Pete. I'm working on it. I shouldn't be doing this on air. But we, might have our, we might have our first on-air trade happen here. Let's go. Let's go. Let me, let me look at it. Hold you, just, you, just, you just agreed. So, I'm glad while I got I'm looking this up, <laughs> let's hit... Uh, what do you guys think? You guys want to hit... Um, Actually, let me ask you guys a question. Okay? Three of you guys. Yeah. Here's a cool, like, just quick question. If the draft, if our fantasy draft was tomorrow and you knew what you know now, who would be your number one overall pick? Tom Brady. Le'Veon Bell? Really? Really? Oh, absolutely. Eddie. I don't really mean Tom Brady, by the way. Who would be your number one overall pick right now? It pains me to say it. Possibly Kareem Hunt. Dude, I like that pick too. He's volume, dude. Just getting the... I don't blame... So let me ask you this. 20 touches yesterday. Cavi, real quick, real fast. I'm going to go back to Tommy because I liked his controversial controversial answer. Cavi, who would you go with? Oh, Like, so just overall. And don't say Gronk. Running back. Running back. Oh, running back. Yes, yes. Sorry. Oh, what would be the first running back off the board? I'm probably going to just go with uh, Zeke. Really? Yeah. yeah, that's a good pick. So that's why would you pick Zeke? Video. No one he's looming suspension. Why? I don't think it's going to I don't think he's going to get suspended. That's my main okay. reason. I don't think he's going to miss any time this year. I think he's might miss some playoffs and I think next year is when it's going to roll in. Okay. Just like Brady, there's a precedent set. Yeah. So I think that that's so I think he's good for the next two weeks, and I think it wouldn't be surprising if he misses starting week like six. He might start missing those, so. and that's the important weeks for owners. But mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I've been wrong on him all week, all, all year long. So, Tommy, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell. I know this guy had some issues coming into this season. Uh, you know, uh, was a this guy's up. on our panic button, by the way. Yeah, he so is, let's, let's, let's just let's hit right into it. it. Let's hit the panic button. That's why I him up, and uh, that's what I hope. Hoping Let's hit the panic button. He had a touchdown this week. Yep. But you get that other, overall, his performance was still not Le'Veon Bell. He's it's still time had to work. Twenty fantasy points. I, what do you it, want out of a guy in a half point PPR? You got twenty fantasy points. What What do you expect out of a guy? Right? You can't expect to have forty points a week. Twenty points is when I draft an RB one in the first round. Even my first two picks, I'm hoping to get twenty fantasy points off 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 of him. Not even. 15 or more, and I'm happy, right? This guy went out and had 20 fancy points this week. So I'm not pressing the panic button on him at all. I think he already made up in his first two games. He went up and made up all those misses from the preseason and, and missing that time, and he's ready to rock. Uh, that's just my opinion. I think he's going to be solid. 
My and, opinion, and he's over here standing yeah, with the people. I am. No, my uh, my only thing against that is that's what he was projected to get is probably around 19 points. So he hit his projection. He didn't sub. He didn't go over that. It doesn't matter though. You, but he went just, under it. He went under it severely the first two weeks. But here's the thing. You okay? First two weeks, and yeah. I, I'm not. We're not talking about that. We're talking about if the draft so is he, right he now going his, forward. He hit his projection. Right, that's all week. you want out of your players is to hit projection and still have that ceiling to go above that projection, right? Yes. And so this guy came out. Third week, uh, you know, played but, a but Chicago you, defense that's been pretty good this year, and. But are you Still concerned that he only hit his projected point value no, once out looked, of three weeks? No, because you look, and week one, he had six and a half. Week two, he had 11. Week three, he had 20. Like, he moved up every single week and showed you, all right, I'm not in game shape, almost in game shape, game shape, and he's just going to be Le'Veon Bell going forward. He, again, he's in a contract year. He, You know, they franchise tagged him. He signed the tender. But he's looking to get paid. Like he said, he wants to be paid an RB1 and a wide receiver 2 combined. And he's going to put up those numbers. He's going to at least try to put up those numbers. The line there in Pittsburgh is pretty solid this year. Le'Veon Bell will give you those numbers and will be a stud going forward. Just my take. I like it. I like the I like the trend uh, aspect of it. Thanks, Just going Eddie. Up every week. I think that's the nice thing you said to me in a long time, <laughs> bud. I agree. I know this is a shock. Some would feel him. I so know he, he would be your first pick overall. Yeah, because here's my take on Le'Veon Bell. It's the first three weeks of the year. He hasn't. He's not used to playing these weeks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he doesn't get going until week four. He's like, oh, I didn't even realize there was the first three weeks of the season. I thought we always just started in week four. I agree with you, T. I think uh, I think he gets going. He's going to finish not with David Johnson out. I think he's going to be. I I know uh, Kareem Hunt is ahead by a lot. Gore, uh, Gurley, T. Gurley, as my wife calls him, is ahead by a little bit with a solid week this week. But I think Le'Veon Bell fights through, and he ends up being top two running back this year. Top two. Well, top to two. Top one. Because Kareem Hunt's ahead of him by like 50 points already. You don't think he can, he can hunt him down? I think down? he can. Ooh, I said I top like two. Plan words. I do. I think uh, I think Le'Veon Bell's gonna Kareem him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I think that. I think that. <laughs> I think that two out of the top three fantasy running backs this year are rookies. That's what I think could happen. That could be happening. So um, let's go on to uh, let's go on to our second panic button. And uh, Ed, this is a guy. That, this is a guy that you were rising on last week. You were you were buying hard on him last he had a week. Eddie was rising and oh, hard. Dude, you oh. were you were buying him low, uh, and yeah. this week you'd be selling him low, <laughs> <laughs> even lower. <laughs> yes, Cam Newton, what, man. Cam Newton. On. What? Um, so he had let a great me, is matchup it, this week against the Saints. Piss poor. Is it time? Year. Two years now. So last year he. He went as a first-round pick in some leagues last year, including one of ours, right? He was a first-round pick last year. He's a top three quarterback off the board last year in fantasy. This year, he he sank down into like the ninth, tenth round. Yeah. But I think people deep down in their heart truly believe he was still going to have the capability of being a quarterback one for fantasy value, right? Yeah. Is it time for us to really stop believing that he's he's no longer quarterback one, right? I mean, I know he had that shoulder surgery, so I mean, I know he would possibly get a slow start. Um, because, yeah, he rehabbed and everything over the summer, but um, there was still probably going to be some lingering effects. But you would think it would get a little better after week one, not 
week two, not. Now week three going into week four, he's averaging just over double-digit fantasy points in our league. I don't know how other leagues are, uh, but our scoring uh, 10.75 fantasy points per week. That's not a good quarter. In our rating system, that's not a good quarterback average fantasy points per week. And I'm 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 panicking on him. Yeah. Yeah. If you're you know you, you kind of like my trend with Le'Veon Bell, you look at Cam Newton in our league. He went from 14 to 11 and a half to six. Yeah, basically points. doing the opposite of complete Le'Veon opposite Bell. trend right now. So if I were to tell you guys that after week three, you would have Case Keenum, a backup quarterback. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Kaiser, and Jacoby Brissett ahead of Cam Newton after three weeks of football. Would you uh, agree or disagree, right? That's just crazy. You would probably be like, this is Tommy what being are the an idiot. on that? Yeah. yeah. You would think I'm an idiot. I would think I'm an idiot, and I would apologize Plus to everybody. Plus 800. If you're a better... Um, but no, I, I just I don't know what to do with him. I think I have Carson Palmer on my bench. I'm gonna have to start starting him. I don't know. I was looking I think at that the host here, thinking he was gonna host it, but he's over here too involved <laughs> in a trade with. I was, we're in the Cavie. middle of it. We're bringing Cavi uh, in this week was was horrible because now we're in the middle of this crazy trade right now that I'm trying to offer him up some stuff. So I will say this: Cam Newton to me get bent. That's a good <laughs> trade. Say it out loud. Say it out Let's loud. Marshawn Lynch, Jimmy Graham, Jordan Matthews, Jordy Nelson. Carlos Hyde and Rob Gronkowski. My second round for a fourth <laughs> you, round. You gotta pretend he calls you rape. You gotta put the pick in. You, didn't, you well, left. It doesn't. Matter. No, and second and fourth still. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm getting your fourth for my you're second. Jordy Nelson. Yeah. Carlos Gronk. Hyde. And Gronk. He's getting Marshawn Lynch and Adam Jimmy Graham. You're out of your mind. <laughs> giving up a wow. second round pick yeah, next right? year. Jimmy giving up a second round first, second, and third round pick. Oh, come on. Wow. Just because your picks didn't pan out doesn't make them the equal to mine that did. Yeah, it's only week three. I just want to go on record here. Cam Newton's droppable. Yeah. That's and what that's I said. That's the worst trade I've ever heard in yeah. my entire life. Well, Think. Cam Newton is droppable. Let's get off my trade. How <laughs> bad So I'm glad Paul wasn't paying attention for the last <laughs> 10 minutes of this uh, podcast just so he could sit there and send that bullshit. <laughs> to insult Honestly. me. Uh, well, I think it was a good trade. <laughs> and really, that's all that matters. Yeah. Is what a poser I, usually does. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, I know my trades are always the best. So. <laughs> all right, so let's get into uh, let's get into the, in let's get into the, the important part of the show, where cool. all the people are uh, are listening for. It's not to hear us make fun of each other. Yeah, actually, yes, probably it is. it is. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about top free agents, top waiver wires. It's it's Tuesday tonight. We all get to go to bed and wake up in the morning knowing that we we might have. Or might not have gotten our waiver. It's the closest thing we get to winning, as some of us see. So uh, yeah, I, I <laughs> that's my oh, daily. I'm always pumped when that's, I got that waiver. <laughs> that's my daily fantasy. I hate getting emails <laughs> unsuccessful waiver. Yeah. The waiver, the waiver is like my oh, dude, I put in so many requests. At least I, I'll get turned down. It's like a, it's like back when we were uh, young in the bars, you know. You, you, uh, you ask like nineteen numbers. girls out, and only one of them say yes. You still got that one. It's all you talk about. I got that one waiver request on the league I didn't care about. Um, so let's talk about some of the best waiver wire ads. And uh, I'm going to play a little, uh, you guys can throw out some different names, but I want to ask you guys this from the tight end. Giggity. Let's talk about the tight end position for waivers. Okay. Tight end position's been just ravaged with injuries this week, or this year, between um, Tyler Eifert and uh, uh, Jordan Reed. There's there's a lot of top tight ends that are hurt right now. Giggity. Olsen. Olsen out, yep. So. There's three alone. 
So if you're gonna if you're a streamer like we are on the on the waiver for tight ends, Eddie, I'll start with you again because Tommy yeah. knows I love. No, starting you with never. You. Yeah, you never let me uh, so jump in. Is Mercedes Lewis, Vernon Davis, or someone else? Who is your top? Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I could jump. Great in here. way to prepare for the show. Ed. No, no, I I, <laughs> I really looked at this question and I don't. It, I know Jesse James is out for the Steelers. Uh, I think Vance McDonald might be a good pickup. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I know you know Big Ben likes to throw to uh, his tight ends a lot. Um, but Mer- Mercedes Lewis, he had a big game this week. He matched his total it, touchdown it, number fluke, for the last like twenty game. years. Yeah, um, he's not gonna do that. I'm consistent. not buying on him either. Uh, but Vernon Davis, he's probably the most. Um, he's probably the one name that kind of sticks out to me because we saw what he did last year. How athletic is he though? Did oh, you see him la- last night? Space. Did you see I him on, on, on Sunday night? I'm sorry. Did you see him on Sunday night? Like, dude, he's fast. But you for a tight end, he's yeah. like 40 years old or something close. He's old, <laughs> and he's so fast. And crazy, I like. I'm I'm buying in on Vernon Davis uh, as long as Jordan Reed's out. Yeah, uh, especially if Jordan Reed's out, I think he'd be a good backup. I mean, play one or two of those guys, either or out of those. And two you like guys. Vance, huh? As a pickup, I think he could be a, a good uh, flyer GPP f- flyer play if you're playing DraftKings. Okay. Yeah. Who do you like in uh, Titan? Uh, I'm gonna go with the guy from Buffalo, Charles Clay. No one's yeah. really talking about the guy, but what's he look, owned in? He's only you know? owned in 21% of leagues. Oh right god, now. that's that's embarrassing. 21% of leagues, and he's top Solid. four, top four tight yeah. end. Yeah. Uh, he has a touchdown in two of the three games this year. He's averaging uh, six, six and a half, seven yards uh, or seven targets per game. He's one of my guys, and then I also have another guy. I was kind of high on him. I know Paul gives me shit all the time for. Um, Kind of go with my father-in-law, but uh, I drafted him in a few leagues. You're David Njoku. Oh, okay. He uh, touched down in the last two games. He's only owned in seven percent of leagues, so this guy could be a streamer if you need one. David Njoku and Charles Clare are my tight end waiver wire picks of the week. Paul, what do you got? So I'm going to go um, with Evan Ingram from the uh, New York Giants. He's owned in 38% of leagues right now. I think if you haven't gotten on the New York Giants bandwagon with him, he's had at least a minimum of five targets per game. The last two games, he's actually saw seven targets. He's had no less than five catches and no less than 45 yards in any game this year. Uh, has one touchdown in the season. I, I, I love him. And the last guy I like, and I've liked him before we drafted this year, I was a big Big uh, shareholder for Cameron Brait. Cameron Brait. Everybody was big on on uh, OJ Howard going into the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and being their guy. I like Cameron Brait. He showed that this week had a big week. Uh, he showed that him and Jamison have still have that rapport, and Jamison trusts him. When they're playing a tough team, when they have a tough defense, and Mike Evans is covered up, the next guy he goes to every single time is Cameron Brait. So I like him going uh, forward, too. So Ingram and, and break. Cavi. Well, I'm not streaming anybody because no? my season's over, and well, can I'm you just trying send to trade everything away. I sent them, and you insulted All right, me. Well, let's send another one. Try again. Okay. I, I, I'll do better. You did insult time. the guy a little bit. I did. I apologize for insulting you. insulted me more than I insulted Carm today. In fairness, I had a lot of scotch. I'm hyped up about <laughs> you know the podcast, and it's you, you got me all razzled. I'm, I didn't know what to do with my hands. All these waivers. These <laughs> things are going on. So, <laughs> over, here waver- over here wavering. I can't even find the Google Doc anymore. So uh, <laughs> we are apparently moving on from tight end. We're moving on to Cincinnati. We are moving on to the wide receiver. Wide receivers, ah, man. 
for the longest time, I've been living and dying on the waiver wire. I think this week, in my personal opinion, I'll say this week, taught me one thing. Uh, live and die with your studs. Don't overthink fantasy football. I overthought the wide receiver position this week with Higgins and with Jerome Curse. Uh, I shouldn't have done it. But there are some really good waiver ads if you need them. Geronimo Allison, Travis Benjamin, or someone else? E, who do you like? Um, I like Travis Benjamin out of this out of this two-person group. You don't think there's too many miles of feet in that? There are. You don't think it was game-dependent that he threw three interceptions and was playing from behind hardcore in that game that Travis Benjamin looked good? Uh, well, I think Travis Benjamin had a touchdown in the first game. Um, Did he? Yeah. Okay. Um, but Ger- Geronimo Allison, I think that was another one-game fluke, kind of like uh, Mercedes Lewis. Yeah. Especially when Randall Cobb comes back. I don't know how long he's going to be out. But if if it you know Randall Cobb ends up being out for uh, you know two to four weeks, four to six weeks, whatever, um, Allison might be a good add if you're struggling at a wide receiver spot. But if he's you know week by week, day by day. Um, you know Randall Cobb's going to be back, taking up those targets, taking up those catches that Geronimo Allison had this past week. So unless someone gets really in- injured uh, you know, for long term, there's no really big reason to pick up Geronimo Allison. I think that was just uh, game flow. Uh, he-, he caught a couple big catches there, especially at the end for Green Bay. It's a game-winning touchdown. It was great. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say my wide receiver. I know we talked about him a lot. Is Robbie Anderson wide receiver for uh, the Jets? He's only owned in 20% of leagues, but this week he had a great game. Six uh, targets, three catches, 95 yards, and a touchdown. And the game didn't even dictate pass for the Jets for most of it because they had the lead against the Dolphins. So I think going forward, you know, they're starting to create a relationship there, quarterback to receiver, and Robbie Anderson's gonna be the man. You know, some people are looking at me like Brandon Coleman is is a guy that isn't owned in a lot of leagues, but uh, Willie Sneed's coming back this week from suspension. So I think Coleman's, I don't know, his, his role would be reduced. So don't even waste a waiver wire ad on that one for me. That's just my opinion. He might have a touchdown here and there, six on the season if that, but he's not worth the waiver wire claim. I'm going to go Paul Richardson as my waiver pickup for the wide receiver position. <clears throat> Richardson hasn't had a game in um, under five targets. Uh, granted, he, you know, he's not picking up the big yards. He's had the second straight game with only two catches and under 30 yards or 30 yards or under, but he's had two touchdowns. Here's my big reason for Paul Richardson. I watched that game, that Seattle game. It looks like... Um, Russell Wilson kind of just started feeling a rhythm. He started looking like he got back to what they originally used to do in Seattle. The game started looking a lot more Seattle-like towards the second half of that game. But more importantly, Doug Baldwin uh, went down with a groin injury, and if he's out, I, I can't. there's no one really else to throw to in that offense. So I love Paul Richardson. If Doug Baldwin is out next week, Paul Richardson is a must-pickup, uh, or this week, I should say week four. If he's... Uh, even if he is playing, he's probably going to be limited. I still think Paul Richardson is a good play this week. So, um, do we go to Cavi or? I'm just here so I don't get fined. He's just, he's just yeah. here so he doesn't get fined. All right, I so like take it. Take that trade, Kev. So, one more quick time. Jermaine, Jermaine, uh, Jesus, Paul Richardson, Eddie. I do like the, the Travis Benjamin pick. Travis Benjamin, Tommy. Yep, I went with my man, Robbie. Robbie Anderson. Yep. Got it. Last one we have, running backs. Tommy, I'm going to let you start this one off because I know your boy. 
Uh, running backs are super, super slim right now in the NFL for uh, finding waiver pickups, but uh, we talked about um, Chris Thompson. He's owned in over 80% of leagues, so he's not going to be on most people's waiver wire. But a guy that's not, that guy that could be found on most waiver wires right now, Jamal Charles, Giovanni Bernard, or someone else, man. Who do you like? I know I, I picked Jamal Charles because I know you love him. I know. Is he worth a pickup for guys? I love him. Yeah, if he's there, pick he's him owned up. in thirty-three percent of leagues. He has all that potential in the world. He is NFL record for yards per carry with over five leads. NFL record right now. So he's only getting nine touches a game, though. He's the kind of guy with only nine touches a game that could break it off for nine touches, hundred yards, and two touchdowns. He catches, he runs. I love him. Are you talking about Jamal Charles? He is. I love him. In yeah, deep in deep leagues, you're good with him. I love I you know 45. I love Jamal Charles. You know I love him. So I'm going with him. I would definitely pick him up, especially in deeper leagues. Uh, PPR formats, definitely. I love Jamal Charles. Alright. He I, loves Jamal Charles. And obviously I'm gonna go with my man Mike Tolbert again from the Buffalo Bills. This guy's been Drop stealing. Drop the touchdown this week. He's been stealing carries. Hit him in the worst place he possible. Has been stealing hands. carries. Yeah, though. he had eleven carries this week. He had twelve week one. Um I don't know. LaShawn Shady's McCoy. still getting his. Yeah, he's getting them, but And what did what did Tolbert put up for you this week if you had him? Um three points? Yeah. He dropped yeah, a wide-open touchdown. Half. Four and a half. Not worthy of me getting him, because trust me, I did. But he's still uh, He was on one of my teams. That's the reason I'm bitter about it right now. Uh, Eddie, do you have a running back off the waiver wire that you're big on if I didn't already pick one of those two guys? Um, I'm just going to roll with the, the guys that you picked. Um, I'll go with Gio Bernard. I think he's a su- – I, I've had him probably every year besides this year, and – He's a solid flex play every single week, and he's still putting up the numbers that he did in the past, even with Joe Mixon this year. Um, he's a solid 9 to you know 12-point guy per week. He's going to get his carries. He's going to get his uh, looks out of the backfield, catching his 3 to 5 balls per game. I think he's a solid PPR play if you need him in a pinch. And you know if he's on your waiver wire, he's better on your bench, and you might need him one, one week if there's a bye week or maybe a guy got injured or whatever, but Gio, Gio's a good backup if you need someone um, on a week-to-week basis. I, I like that too, and I've been saying this with Joe Mixon owners, is you still have a smash mouth, Jeremy Hill kind of guy. You still have the catchback, Gio Bernard. Gio even gets some carries. Um, I, don't, I don't get why they don't utilize him that much. That's the only, that's the only concern about Gio is they don't utilize him as much there in Cincinnati, and... He uh, is in a backfield with two other guys. I, maybe because I know he had a he did have a season. I think it was a season-ending injury. If not, he missed a lot of games last year. But maybe they're just kind of limiting his touches until um, I don't know. If they just kind of they're just kind of back in the flow. They're just kind of working mixing into the flow. Week Eighteen week carries two. this week. Yeah. So um, I think I'm thinking by like week five, Mixon might be. Getting, I don't know, sixty percent, and the other two splitting twenty twenty, something yeah. like that. What about Jalen Richard? You guys think he's? Uh, if you have, a, if you're a, if you're a Marshawn asking for a friend, if you're a Marshawn Lynch owner, uh, would you be concerned about Jalen Richards? He's that big play guy. He had that great night last night, though. He didn't, but no one on the Raiders did. That's, that's, that's fair. true. That's a fair rule. The week before, he had uh, touchdown 58 yards. 
Um, and it looks like, I mean, a lot of that drive, if you watch a lot of that uh, third quarter when it looks like they were basically just throwing their hands up and giving up, Marshawn wasn't even in the game. They they did bring him down. Uh, they did bring him back into the game in the fourth quarter when they were inside of the four yard line, and then decided not to give him the ball. So not really understanding why they brought him in in that particular instance, but thought they were bringing him in to actually hand him the ball. They didn't. Um, so yeah, I'm a little concerned as a Marshawn Lynch owner. Jalen Richards is probably sitting on my watch list right now. A uh, guy that I think and and I agree with you, Eddie. I'm going Giovanni Bernard is the hot pick up this week um i'm not disagreeing with tommy though because i still like jamal charles too and again we're talking very slim pickings when it comes to the running backs but can you guys tell me this duke johnson's only owned in 52 percent of leagues how's that possible i don't know that's insane right like he a- almost could make our list like we only talk about guys owned in under 50 percent of leagues it almost makes me think that like 48 percent of the leagues are all Eight team. Eight team or less leagues. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, on Twitter today, so I saw this this guy on Twitter. I won't call him out, but he sent this Twitter, and he said, I think my team might go 13-0. and Or no, I'm sorry. I think my team might go undefeated. And, dude, I was looking at it, and he had Tom Brady. He had Brandon Cooks. He had uh, Jordy Nelson. He had uh, Hunt. Basically every big name you've ever seen in your life, the whole team was stacked, right? And I'm like, dude, how many like how what size league are you in? Yeah, but Hunt, if you did a draft preseason, like before the season started, sure, he would have went later, right, right. So, but dude, the rest of his team was absolutely. Tom Brady is like a fifth to eighth round quarterback. He had anyway. Long story short, is it was an eight man league. Do you guys feel like an eight man league is a bit of a? It's like the minor leagues, right, for fantasy football. Yeah, I think 10 is the minimum. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I think 10 is still even weak. I think you at least got to get into 12. I think that 16 is completely ridiculous, especially when you get I got hurt in the third round. It sucks. Can we start this league over? Uh, so, yeah. Um, no, I, I just think 8-man. 8-man. Hey, to each of their own, I'm glad everybody's playing fantasy ball. I'm not going to condemn you. I just want everybody to step up to the big leagues, maybe join our fan league, do something with us. What else we got for the night, guys? I remember when I was in an eight league, eight man league. Yeah, no. did you have your first beer? <laughs> yep, same day. <laughs> uh, you did. Yeah. Uh, you did. You levitated a friend in the fr- living room floor. Exactly. I drafted a kicker in the first round. Yes, um, that actually happened. <laughs> so I think that's all we have for tonight, right? Like, kind of, we just decided to have a little conversation piece for the show. Yeah, topics, like. players, just uh, giving our our nope. take on each. Yeah, not getting I into like it, it too much. Yeah, I like it though. Tommy's got a look of panic on his. So, never, the, the, so is, are the Cowboys Uh-oh. in trouble? Is it never Cowboys panicked. losing this game? No, he's trying to decide when he should hit. He's trying to figure out if he should take the under in that second half. Um, all right, so check us out. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are on pretty much every social media outlet Stitcher. out there. Even Stitcher. Eddie just found Stitcher today. I still haven't found it. I have no idea. I'm getting too old for this stuff. We are everywhere. Check us out. Search us. We're the Point After Show. On Twitter, we are at Point After Show. That's where we, we always reply to our to our fans. If you have questions, send them to all of us. We all we answer all fantasy football-related questions. If you're lucky, hey, man, maybe we'll even talk about some of your questions on air, depending on what day of the week you send them. Eddie, what's your Twitter? At Eddie underscore the P-A-S, T-Bag. I'm at T-Lip underscore the P-A-S. Cavi. Matt Producer Cavi. 
at Produce Cavi, I am the at the FF Advantage. As always, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. If you made it this far, Eddie. Thanks.